Welcome, everybody, to Let's Read Spider-Man. Today, I'm in charge, Eddie, and with me in the hot seat is... James B. All right, James B. Are you ready for a little Mysterio today? Um, I'm always ready for Mysterio. Excellent. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm ready for Mysterio. I'm going to do my best to kind of summarize this episode, everybody. I mean, this um, comic to go through here. But we got we got Spider-Man and Mysterio, and I, I dig that everywhere Mysterio goes, he's got... He's got smoke just everywhere where he goes. So um, we start off here with a really dramatic splash page after the cover. It's it's Spider-Man robbing, like with a bag of money, a la like Vulture slash uh, Sandman style here, running out of someplace with a bag of money. And he's like doing his thing where he's getting away and cleaning the walls, bag of money. And so it, it appears Spider-Man is a criminal. And James, beyond page three, we have, I really enjoy these, uh, these kind of wide angle shots of the general public walking around. Um, James B., uh, what, what do you think this, this uh, how do you think the public is interpreting Spider-Man here as, in his new criminal form? Uh, well, you know, there's a couple things that you always talk about and a couple things that I always talk about. And one of my reoccurring discussions is that kids like Spider-Man and adults think he's a criminal constantly so it's you know don't know if you remember the one there's like two little girls talking like a girl yeah. and a boy are talking and the kids like you know i'll be uh -huh. i think one wants to be captain america or something like that but if you look at the people here they're all like you know oh he's a crook he's a crook he's a crook you know uh if there was if there was any little children in the issue they would have been defending him in fact if you go down just one panel below you know gee liz you can't be positive you still might be innocent yeah. you know you know Flash so, coming, Flash coming to his rescue all the time. Yeah, well, the guy's being the. There's a guy there who looks a lot like Peter Parker, who's being the biggest <laughs> jerk of all. And you, you know what you're talking about. His hair is slightly different, but boy, they didn't put uh, any effort into drawing a different look. But yeah, so uh, I also enjoy when those, when they see how the public views uh, Yeah, I, I really like this. I mean, I think overall, like, I know everybody's kind of like down on spider-man but i also find it remarkable how they're really surprised like all of them are surprised even though J. jonah jameson has been pumping them you know stories about how terrible he is all the time but like nobody's like i told you so you know he's he's always been bad or whatever like no one's no one's uh that's that's what i find interesting is that the public doesn't seem to be reading into this narrative about uh you know J. jonah jameson is always peddling in his his newspapers so also, if you allow me, real quick, do you see on the, you see up below where, where Betty is um, saying, "I can't believe it. I still remember how he once saved my life." And it says, "Oh yeah, Spider-Man 11 editor." Um, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, I, I don't know who the who the editor is at this time because it doesn't give the editor credits. But mm -hmm. um, that Spider-Man 11 editor line, they they do that a lot, but they're going to do something uh, in a couple issues. They're going to do something a little different. I wanted you to reference it here no. so you can see they're gonna they're gonna finally start to mix it up a little bit right now it's yeah. still just simply like refer to this issue refer to this issue right but i wanted nope. to mention that while while we're on this page all right all right so moving on food parker goes home and is freaking out because he's like i didn't rob anybody i don't know what's going on and so he's laying in bed and i i really like this the panel where he lays in bed and like the shadows across his eyes he's like i don't want to go to sleep and so he wakes up the next morning Sure enough, Spider-Man's robbed another place. Now, I, I do really enjoy how Spider-Man goes to see a psychiatrist. I mean, this is this is very forward thinking in my opinion. He's like, I got a problem. I got to try to figure it out. And then he has trouble because he's like, oh, I'll have to like admit who I am. And, you know, it just 
it won't it won't go very well. So he, he gets out of there to see the psychiatrist. He's like, I got to figure out, you know, what's wrong with my mind uh, because I'm not committing these crimes and maybe it's my subconscious and generally just kind of confused. Um, there's there's one other great thing that happens here. Liz Allen is kind of talking to Peter Parker and uh, we might come back to this one if we have time james b but i love on uh, it's on uh page seven liz allen's talking and like her talking bubble is like dripping in ice <laughs> if we have time we'll, I, I would like to talk about the uh dripping in ice talking bubble of course uh, but i'll move on here it's mysterio shows up and like sets a trap with j jonah jameson and says you know print a notice um, um that spider-man should meet me on the brooklyn bridge which um, you know, I think is a really hip, interesting and hip spot uh, to kind of have a fight going on, right? And um, they uh, get up on the Brooklyn Bridge and really go at each other, Mysterio and Spider-Man, um, after he prints this thing in the newspaper. And there's several interesting ways Mysterio kind of stops Spider-Man. Um, uh, and at the end, he uh, knocks Spider-Man out. Uh, yeah, he punches him in this, like, cloud of gas that he's created and I, another thing we could discuss james b is how he's jammed spider-man's spidey sense in the cloud of gas i think he says using sonar and did you see this james b i know oh yes i i, I did see it i i really Sp enjoyed spider-man claims that it's although something is interfering and jamming his, his spider sense he doesn't know yes. what it is but he feels it's being jammed oh yeah at the, yes so he gets knocked out falls in the water off the brooklyn bridge and then on page 13 james b can you do you want to like talk about page 13 a little bit mysterio yeah well the good news is you know we finally have a hero someone because spider-man's been <laughs> robbing banks this guy comes along he's uh destroying spider-man's webs he's shut down his sonar we, we have a hero and the city decides to throw uh, a parade for him because he's defeated spider-man um, they they show up. Everyone knows about this, so they show up with signs, and uh, everybody's there except for Flash, who sort of, you know. And Peter well, doesn't jump on board this time. He actually decides to go the other way and say, "Hey, you know what, Flash? Maybe you're you're right." Yeah. Here. But but not a good time because Flash is still uh, annoyed that Liz Allen's talking to uh, Peter. But yeah, this, the 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 page ends with. Um, you know, Mysterio telling everybody, you know, I, I can do all these amazing things, and J. Joe and Jameson taking all the credit somehow. And, and in the background, uh, you see Mysterio talking through his little bubble, saying like, "Hey, just don't forget you. Uh, as long as you remember the money you promised me." And he's like, "So, yes." It, it, real quick, I'll just give you the what you want to hear. It says, "I want the members of my staff to meet Mysterio, the man who beat Spider-Man. Mysterio's a real crime fighter. He's not afraid to meet people and be interviewed, as that Carly Spider-Man was." By the way, all, all with exclamation points as you thought. All, all. Yes. I, you know, when I when I counted up for my game, exclamation points. There, there's like only exclamation points for so many people actually in Spider-Man, but it, it make I don't know about you, James B, but I kind of read it. By the way, that is a superb J. Jonah Jameson voice. Thank, thank you. I, <laughs> I also want record. I don't want to get you too derailed, but I want to let you know that Mysterio on page 12 and 13 also only talks with exclamation points. Yeah, well, I, I would say the vast majority of times that people talk is exclamation points. It makes me like read, it made me read the comic different, you know, like it's always like too bad. She doesn't seem to think so, <laughs> but don't be, but don't worry, bright eyes. You can have her <laughs> <laughs> actually in, in the last 
in the last frame of this one, and we don't want to take too long on this, but it says, yeah. it says, Mysterio, I want you to meet Peter Parker. Don't let his age fool you. And I want to talk about that later on with you and about Ooh. an issue or two. Get ready for that. Interesting. Um, but despite his youth, he's the best photographer I've got. I expect him to take some great pictures of your next fight with Spider-Man. So he's also saying like, hey, by the way, there'll yeah. be a rematch. Like, like Spider-Man's right. going to come back and you're going to have to beat him again. I mean, he had a parade for defeating Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson's already ready for the rematch. Yeah. I, I, this whole, the parade is just... Do it's, um, it's quite something. Tell me about this whole handshake and what it leads to here. It's because Spider Peter Parker is shaking Mysterio's hand. Oh, well, he shakes his hand and unnoticed, he um sticks one of his little trackers. Right, he t- sticks the tracker on him. Um, but before we kind of continue, James, be here on to page. Uh, oh, I'm the sorry. Next, next little issue. Yes. Okay. I know. You're gonna have to follow the show notes, James B. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we have a sponsor for this week's uh, episode, right? Uh, of course you New do. New sponsor. Of course you do. Of course you do. Thank you. You're, you're ready. absolutely right and I'm wrong. On point today. Um, yeah, we did, uh, we did We did. lose our sponsor um, last week, uh, Eddie. We, we had a little problem. I, um, you, I apparently your worried. response to the Gax and Lone Sharks, they didn't, you know, they, it didn't seem as enthusiastic. They felt, it felt kind I of forced. So. Never speak an ill word about Gaxton. <laughs> no, I think our sponsor this week is 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 solid. Um, Eddie, you know, times have been tough this year uh, during COVID, but you know, you don't have to go it alone. The board of your local psychiatrist is available to help you. Um, their local offices are a comfortable place to relax. Uh, Eddie, you can lay down on a couch. They will probe your subconscious. Um, and right now, if you um, use the code Mental Case. Uh, which is how they refer to people, you will get a 10% discount. They're always looking for mental cases. Uh, oh, and also, obviously, um, children under five and superheroes are free. Uh, oh, okay. that, that was what I was going to ask. Yeah, no cost oh. uh, for young people Jeez. or superheroes. It's it's free. If you're a superhero out there listening to our podcast, you can just show up and be like, hey, hook me up, and they will gladly, uh, the local uh, board of psychiatrists near you. Um, I'm, I'm un- I was unable to locate... Um, any name of any uh, psychiatrist in our area uh-huh. or in the area of this uh, of, of Peter Parker, for example. But uh, I do know that they are considered the nearby psychiatrists. So I wanted to. All right, all right. Well, maybe that's like the mental case, and, and then I maybe if I show up with a cape and like present my ooh. mental case. <laughs> if, yeah, I get some you, you know, if you show up with a cape and they think you're a hero, you don't yeah. need to use the term mental case to say ten percent. You just have to you oh. go in for free. That's it. Yeah, if you're oh, a superhero. Man. So, so well, thank you. Thank you for keeping me on track. Not, so uh, I'm sorry to. There we go. Look at that, everyone. Note it for the record. Let's go to the game next time around. One time. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Spider-Man pins uh, Mysterio uh, on his on his like cloak, his cloak or cape, whichever you want to call it, and um, he manages to um, kind of track down Mysterio really quite quickly here. And there's once again a fight in the the fog. And it, it looks like Spider-Man's in trouble. And then I really like how Mysterio is like, since I'm going to beat you, I'm just going to tell you how I became Mysterio. And then we get this great backstory about how he like was a stuntman and he developed these things to like help him get around his Mysterio, like magnetic shoes in a spring. And um, uh, they have, they end up, he ends up finishing, but of course Sp- it's time for Spider-Man to recover. And uh, Spider-Man knocks him, knocks him real solid, punch in the face which um 
Uh, we could talk about how often Spider-Man punches somebody since I talked about it a little bit last time. And they're suddenly in a different studio and they're, um, they're moving up through the studio, having this incredible fight like on the moon and all sorts of other things going on um, around them with studio stuff. And eventually um, Spider-Man manages to punch Mysterio in his like, it's sonar, right? His sonar jamming device or whatever Mysterio uses. James B., did you see this a little more carefully than me? I know I, we didn't talk about this too much, but yeah, no, I, I, it, I think you're yes. He he does. Mysterio does admit that he has a protect. Uh, he has a sonar device which allows him to see him, and oh, that... it jams his spider sense. So yes. Mysterio can see in the cloud, and the spider sense is not does not work in the crowd. Uh, so in the cloud. Brilliant, brilliant st- stuntman is all yeah, I can say. But Spider-Man, his solution is literally to run around and swing like a madman. Yeah. And then eventually he'll hit him. Yeah. he I, And that's that's like how he does it in the in the uh, the smoke that Mysterio is producing. Uh, so anyways, he ends up capture, capturing Mysterio, runs him back to the police station where Mysterio gives a full like. Uh, I did it. I robbed the places as Spider-Man, and I'm like not a good guy. And J. John Jameson <laughs> looks really unhappy, uh, but he gets some great pictures from Peter Parker. And then at the end, Spider-Man really sasses JJJ by coming to his office and like uh, webs him to his ceiling. This is the second time J. John Jameson has been webbed to his own ceiling, and swings off. And uh, Flash is uh, kind of talks to Peter at a little at the end, and then. Uh, Spider-Man feels a little bad for uh, poor Flash, right? On the very last, I'm talking about the very last panel here. Uh, poor Flash, if only he knew the real identity of his favorite hero. <laughs> this is a great, great kind of comment towards the end there. So um, I, I think I uh, I skipped over before I got to that last panel. I wanted to have a discussion about how Spider-Man, he, so in this comic, he fights on the Brooklyn Bridge. He fights in a movie studio on various sets. And we know from the last comic, he, I think it was the last one, right? James B. Correct me if I'm wrong, that he fights um, in the sculpture studio with Doc Ock, right? Right, where he's next to, yeah. the, next to the lead yeah. leaded ink sign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really like digging these exotic fight locations. I don't know. Be, I don't know about you, James B. But like, there's some great spots for Spider-Man to uh, fight somebody. Yeah, and I like that they they refer to it as the Brooklyn Bridge, not just some right. random bridge as well. So yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's not the last time Spider-Man's going to be um, in any exotic uh, locales. Yeah, fighting an exotic exotic locations and i i also think it's like the villains too are getting more clever like they know they can't fight spider-man just like out in the open in the general city so they're going to try to draw him into like a weird location even though i guess mysterio like i mean he calls out the brooklyn bridge which i thought was super dangerous for mysterio i mean it's not like he has some ability to fly like what if he fell off the brooklyn bridge one of his jumps i was kind of concerned for mysterio i don't know about you james b but i i was i i'm there's something that that you know, we could talk about that, the fact that he, he had a cool note that said, meet me at the Brooklyn Bridge, and the note disappeared in the smoke. But, Eddie, I, I can't believe you skipped over um, something uh, way back on oh. page on page 12. When Spider-Man loses Stunning. his – when he loses his fight, he falls into the water, but no problem because oh. he makes himself <laughs> – he uses his web to make himself oh, a, a, a device, like a, a it, you can contain the air in it. 
because apparently the the web is now it's also waterproof. Right? <laughs> he makes himself and moldable in the water too, not like waterproof before it goes in the water. Yeah, like yeah. in the water. Yeah, so he he can make himself he can make himself a device that's waterproof, which essentially means he could also float in it, just like he makes the like when he has oh, the, like the, the shoes, like he can make a boat. He can essentially wow. make a boat because he remember he made those shoes so he could like oh, how can float I down the river in the lizard <laughs> issue. Yes. I couldn't stop thinking about the Spider-Man paddleboard. Don't yeah, me. so if you can't if you can't understand what I'm talking about, basically Spider-Man and Mysterio both have like a giant like bubble over their head like they're astronauts, and Spider-Man just makes one and uses it so we can have air inside of it and he can be underwater and breathe air, no problem, because he's amazing. Incredible fabricator of all things out of web, like all throughout. Yeah, how did I? I mean, I meant to. I definitely meant to talk about that. I do love a good web web spider um all throughout well james b i got just a couple more i mean do you have any final thoughts i guess for this uh, comic my review my summary of it J. jonah jameson being um hanging up in the air there um with spider-man upside down looking at him uh it's, it's a little shout out to the the kind of thing you'd see in the um like the universal studios ride in florida Spider-Man zaps him with a little bit of a, a gravity control device that throws J. Jonah Jameson up in the air. Um, and he's just sort of like in his office being tossed in the air up on the ceiling due to Spider-Man. Makes me think of that a little bit. Um, that was one thing I thought. I also, uh, I also, I always like when people are carrying people, like when Dr. Doom was dragging around Spider-Man's body. And this one here, Spider-Man is carrying Mysterio around. I thought that was kind of cool. And, huh. uh, and I did like the consistency of when he's fighting in the with all when he's fighting in the different sound sets, there is like an alien looking dude who has like an yeah. orange shirt on, and you know that guy's in uh, more action than uh, Montana all... when Montana was last <laughs> issue. Hey, that, that, that guy's <laughs> that dude's in no less than like five frames, so he's all over the fight. Just running uh-huh. around as Mysterio's beating the crap out of, of Spider-Man and vice versa. That guy's just in the mix of it all the time. This one. Yeah, day. he he doesn't get away. They just they like follow him, don't they? Throughout there. Oh, that's well. Speaking of consistency, on page fourteen, is this is this Foswell? Do you see Foswell on page fourteen? Yeah, I, I I see that in your show notes. Uh, <laughs> the Stanley. I really thought it was him. Remember, all all scientists are bald, and all. <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson's employees are scrawny old men in their like 50s or 60s who have like tired, worn out faces. And that's basically what his look is. Just, Just like a, all kids look like Peter Parker. A Foswell double. I mean, I would like to believe that Foswell got out on for good behavior and went straight back to his job at the Daily Bugle. And J. Jonah Jameson was like, I don't care if you're a criminal. You're my best editor. All right, we'll have you. <laughs> Eddie, are you looking at this online or are you looking at this... I'm looking at it online. I don't okay. have the book in front right. of me. All well, right. For those who are, have the book. Here, I want you to look at one more thing for me, okay? Okay, I'm ready. Go to page seven where Liz, is, Liz Allen is showing Spider-Man how about uh, her hair. Yeah. Just, I've been wanting to show you my new hairdo. Let me know when you've seen that picture of Peter Parker. Okay. All right, now go back to page three when Liz Allen, <laughs> in, in a different hairstyle, is reading. And there's that guy who says, <laughs> Spider-Man sure us all fooled. Tell me it's not the same person. Uh, the, I mean, there's, there's, there's a slight part... <laughs> Peter Parker has a more kind of pronounced. Uh, he, has, he has a widow's hair. The guy is curl. It's 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 real close. <laughs> it is it is it is Peter Parker's body double. Don't, I guess. Don't have the guy wear a blue jacket. Come on. 
So yeah, that that'd be seriously bad. Well, I, James B, I don't I don't want to go overtime here. How am I doing on time? I, oh, I'm you're at 20 minutes. You're good. You want you talk about Ooh. the why don't you talk about the icy thing and then we can wrap it up. Oh, let's talk about this. I mean, as far as I know, and I I did look back as best as I could, but Liz Allen with her icy words to um, Flash, um, like I just really enjoy this as kind of giving like the same as like the exclamation points after every single sentence you know how that is like exciting for everywhere but this liz allen where she's saying something and she's like what was i before pray tell and it has the icy you know talking bubble that she gives to flash it's just a really fantastic way to convey the tone of voice that is coming through um, you know, one of the characters. It, it's a very, very clever thing, in my opinion. For um, uh, I, I think this this had to be um, Stan, right? He must have had a conversation here. I, to, I think Artie. I think it's some Artie. I think oh, Artie does it. That, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, they yeah, have I a think conversation. He does it. About and 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 he's. It's you know, spoiler for those who listen to our next podcast. It's gonna be it's gonna be dropped again. But the next two times that icy thing comes. It comes at the sort of because of Liz Allen, it, Betty Brant is going to go crazy with it in the Craven issue in a couple issues. Yeah, she uses it like multiple times, and it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Uh, it's the same it, letter. It's just a brilliant way to give the. I mean, I don't know about you, James B. Like tone of voice with my wife, pretty important when you're saying something. There's there's several ways you could say, "What would you like to have for dinner?" <laughs> Right. It's, it's, and there's really being careful with the uh, tone of voice. And so seeing Liz Allen with her icy tone of voice, I really, this happens to be my favorite panel too. That was in this um, particular issue. James B, did you have a favorite, favorite panel? Uh, I didn't spend a ton of time thinking about the favorite panel in this particular one here, but if I'm going to go with one, I'm taking, uh, I think in the end, I was, I'll stick with Mysterio in the car during the parade. <laughs> That was my. That was a, a close, <laughs> close runner-up. If I hadn't liked the Liz Allen icy word so much, I mean, to think that Mysterio got a parade uh, out of this place. So, um, I, you know what? I'm going to move on. If I got a little bit of time left here, I happened to read through some of the letters at the end, and they also, um, they also contain my dated reference. Everyone. I, so, at the end of Spider-Man, if you have an opportunity, uh, listeners out there, you can read some of the letters that were. Um, that were written into Stan Lee and I, uh, Stan Lee and company for Spider-Man. And I really enjoy how they also kind of say something back. And so there's this great letter about how this guy named Steve reads the Fantastic Four, Thor, X-Men, and says like, but Spider-Man has got me. I've never read a better comic book. I don't think you should team him up with anyone. Spider-Man is the greatest thing ever. To spin a web, I think that he should go into combat with the following. X-Men, Hulk, Iron Man, and Thor. Why don't you make Spidey fight the blob? <laughs> and I I mean, I just really like the enthusiasm of this letter and how they're kind of talking about how Spider-Man should stay by himself instead of like the team with the Fantastic Four. And then they say, give him time, Steve. He'll tackle everyone from the blob to Uncle Wiggly. <laughs> Do you know uh, Uncle Wiggly, James B? <laughs> um, I do not. Did you do your research? I, in... I, I tried to. It's, it seems like a fairly obscure character. Um, he's in, in, uh, in engagingly elderly rabbit <laughs> is what, he, what he's referred to. And he's in this uh, set of stories um, that were around um, starting in the 1910s. But I thought... 
what, a, what an obscure reference from Stan Lee here for Uncle Wiggly. Um, uh, how do you feel about Spider-Man teaming up with anybody else, James B.? Well, I'm not sure if you know this or you don't, but <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they actually are such a fan of Spider-Man and teaming up that they created something called Marvel Team-Up, Eddie. Well, which is I don't know a, if I knew that. I mean, with, I know he makes cameos with lots uh, of different people. So. Yep, it's it, it's an actual comic book. Oh. It's going to come out in 72, oh. and it's going to run all the way to 85. It's going to end with um, an issue with him and the X-Men in issue 150. I've, I've read huh. many of them. They're, they're an excuse to throw them, to throw Spider-Man in another comic. Um, yeah. Uh, not a ton of significant things happen there. Like if you, you know, I do know that there's an introduction of one of the new mutants. Karma appears in issue 100. Oh. And as I was paring down my own collection, one thing I did was Marvel team up is something I was really that excited about anyway. But one thing I did is I did a little research on like the best Marvel team up issues ever. And mm. uh, it said like, here's the top 10 Marvel team ups. And I said, let me at least hold on to them and read them. So I could, you know, when I get to them, I could enjoy them. And uh, you know what? Maybe one day when we, get to a certain point in these issues here and we decide to switch gears we can also read the best 10 marvel team-ups Ooh, i like that idea so i won't say any more about about that um a lot of a lot of involved the black widow if i recall i think that's all we have time for yay this is is, uh eddie signing out and jay and who am i with (laughs) james b (laughs) all right everyone have a good time reading spider-man and don't forget you could reach us at let's read spider-man at gmail.com Everything else, as far as you're concerned, is owned by Disney because they bought Fox. Like, Disney and Fox became one company. So, right. Disney owns, I believe, everything, Eddie, except for Spider-Man because anything they didn't own, they bought. Okay? Now, when you right. own Spider-Man, yes. you get anything else that was released through Spider-Man. So, you Venom, oh. the Venom movie... Is right. a Sony movie. They're going to have their second movie, which is Let There Be Carnage, coming this year. They also have. I saw that. Okay, they have Morbius the Vampire, who came out of Spider-Man as well, which is in 2020, oh, yeah. 2022. And in 2023, I'm just reminding you, it's Craven the Hunter. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's coming and, out. But it doesn't Morbi- mean Morbius the Vampire was from Spectacular Spider-Man, wasn't he? He wasn't in. Yes, he's. I, I actually, he's definitely. Actually, let me do my little cheat here. Because I read him on Spectacular. I did too. Spider-Man. I know I he's did. in there. Because I also didn't really like him very much either. No. Why would you? Yeah. Let's see his first appearance. Um, uh, he starts in Amazing Spider-Man one o one o one, which is like an which which is in, uh, which is hard to get. Oh, you know what? I got to tell you, like I should.